of Eddie's 366 Movie Day Challenge. We are through the month of January. We're February 1st. The first month is always the toughest because it's that month that you're kind of deciding, is this worth it? Am I? Should I really be doing this right now? Uh, where should I channel my energy? How many other podcast ideas could I do? But no, we're sticking with it. We're in February. Um so we got 11 months to go on this uh, on this journey here in 2024, 366 days. And today we are checking out a comedy from one of uh, a group of guys that I thought were creating some great comedies in the early 2000s. I'm talking about Broken Lizard, and this is their film, The Slammin' Salmon. Hi, welcome to The Slammin' Salmon. Oh my God, I know you. Is it from TV, do you think? Or? <laughs> You're so funny. Okay. I was one of the leads on CFI Hotlanta, so. No way. I'm the black woman from Law and Honor, so. <laughs> <laughs> what you pigs are eating is the blackened cod. It's blackened because it's gone bad. Hey, Rich, tell Dave to cook that swordfish that I caught. Somebody kill it, man! What the fuck is taking so long? You have to dominate the swordfish. Only then can you saute it. Why do they call you nuts? Because I'm crazy. How is everybody feline this evening? You're a weird fucking dude, you know that? Everybody in my office! No, 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 not the customers. Wait, staff. <laughs> Champ is offering a prize to the top-selling waiter. First place gets $10,000. Last gets a broken rib sandwich. Oh! And I wasn't even trying to hurt him. What the hell's that? Donnie is Dave's twin brother. I warn you guys now, he's a complete retard. You're the retard. You're the retard! You're the re Shut up! Weird. I got this thing in the bag. I've never lost at anything in my life. Are you ready to order your entree? Yeah, I wouldn't mind a cup of tea. Get the fuck out of here. Excuse me? Are you reading War and Peace? Get the fuck out of here, I love that book. Oh. He's bizonkers, get him off the floor. Yeah. Aren't we all a little bizonkers? Out of the day, out of the day. When we order dessert, could you put the ring in it? It's safe with me, you have my word. Rich, did you just take a bite of that? Hey, hey, my advice, you have to pass it anyway. Oh shit. Number two is the bullet. I am so gonna win this. <laughs> Word to your mother. All right, girl. <laughs> I am so sorry, but her soup face scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy not winning 10 grand, sucker. Manju. Just down the hall. All right, thank you. Get a carrot for the SS for delicious, okay? I assume that's the horse. <laughs> Never assume. When you assume, you make an asshole out of yourself. 
All right, so we're checking out the Slam and Salmon, which uh, sees our group as restaurant workers, and quite preferably Kevin Kevin Hefferman plays Rich. He is the manager of this uh, seafood restaurant called the Slam and Salmon, which is named after uh, its namesake, Cleon Salmon, who is uh, played by Michael Michael Clark Duncan, who is basically uh, one of the scariest. Boxes to ever live apparently And one day Duncan's character comes to Hefferman and says I need to pay The Japanese Yakuza $20,000 So I need you guys to make $20,000 tonight And Hefferman is kind of like Well that's a little impossible But uh, he's terrified of Of the owner So he challenges His crew which is made up of, uh, I'm always going to butcher this name, Jay Shandrashkashkar, who plays Nuts, uh, Paul Soder, who plays Dave, then you've got um, Eric Stolhansky, who plays Guy, Steve LeMay, who plays Connor, and so on and so forth. So he basically challenges all of them to try to make $20,000, and the winner will receive $10,000 according to the owner. So the movie is all about the craziness that happens within this restaurant within one night as each person tries their best to be the top waiter in the whole restaurant. So there you go. Um, Lots of, lots of comedy in this one. Um, Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's incredible. Uh, so Paul Soder plays two characters in this one. He plays uh, Dave and he plays uh, his twin brother, Connor. And Connor's kind of the new guy. And he kind of comes in and, and he's uh, being the bus boy. And, and Steve LeMay is uh, the guy who quit on the team, but he's back because his acting career didn't quite go the way he wanted it to. And then you got Colby Smutters, who you may remember from all the Avengers stuff. She plays Maria Hill. She plays Tara in this film. Then you got April Bowlby, who plays Mia, who's another waitress. And they're in it just in this competition, and there's so much shenanigans that happens. Um, Jay, I'm not even going to say his last name, Shandreshkar. Shandreshkar. Resikar. I know I'm butchering that name, and I apologize. Uh, but he plays nuts, and there's a reason he's called nuts. Because if he's not on his medication, he goes nuts, and that's uh, one of the mere funny points of this film. Uh, but yeah, man, it's 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 great. They've got uh, various cameos. Carla Gallo, who we've already seen in two of our films this year, she is in it. She plays uh, one of the patrons. We've got Will Forte plays a patron. Uh, Mark Evan Jackson. Plays a patron in the film. Various, various other people. Um, right from the start, I thought it's funny. If you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, there are definitely things you're going to pick out in this film that you're just going to like relate to 100%. So I used to work in a, in a movie theater that had a luxury level, right? So it was called the Lux Level. 
and we basically wore the same outfits as the as the waiters in this purple uh, purple shirt with a vest, which is kind of funny. And uh, basically, what it was is you paid extra money, and you sat in what was considered luxury seating. You were away from the you were separated by a wall, a little tiny wall from the from the general public. But you got to order food, and we had a full kitchen, everything, and I can just relate to so many of the things in this film. It's unbelievable. Like when something comes back because the customer uh, didn't want it or doesn't like the way it is, if it's it's if it's free. I mean, the imagine the amount of people that race to it to try to eat it, you know, before somebody else gets to it. I mean, it's it's hilarious. You know what I mean? You you can see so much of it um, in this film, so it's great. And there was always, you know, little competitions too. I remember they used to have um, things that we would do to try to earn, you know, more money. If we could make more money, there was a contest. If we promoted things, there was a you know contest for that. So you definitely see that in this film. So there's a lot uh, that you can relate to. Um, and then there's other stuff, you know, there's, there's a lot of great comedy in here. Um, you get to see Olivia Munn. She's in the film. She plays one of the customers, uh, in this film. And, um, yeah, there's just, you know, your typical, uh, broken lizard shenanigans happening in this film. One of my favorite, um, there's just too much. I'm trying to think of like a favorite scene. Uh, there's just so much. I think, you know, uh, nuts going crazy and finally becoming Zongo. And uh, the manager's just like, you know what? I don't give a shit. He's selling. You know what I mean? And just kind of lets him do his thing. And he's kind of getting the, the crowd pumped up. You know, the various, uh, you know, little little things they do. Um this is like one scene where they like each person like they just channel in on this one couple that is sitting sitting solo together and each one has a different story uh, for their customers to try to sell more shit and uh, you know you look at them they look like an innocent couple right they're sitting there and one's like oh yeah he survived cancer and and look at him he's finally probably going to propose to his girlfriend. You know, somebody else had a different story. And then finally, when we get to the characters, he's a dirty fuck, right? And when he sees all these champagne bottles, he's, like, coming to the... Because everybody's like, oh, order, you know, give him a bottle of the best champagne. And then all of a sudden, he sees it he goes, what is this, like, some hidden camera shit? He goes, so what? So I liked anal and blah, blah, blah. So it's just, like, crazy stuff like that. How do I rank this as far as... Other Broken Lizard films, it doesn't. Who I'm trying to think because uh, Super Troopers is definitely the king, right? That is definitely the best film they ever did. And then this Club Dread, which uh, was their attempt at a horror film, and then they had Beer Fest that that came out. So. I would probably rank this one ahead of Beer Fest, although it's tough because, I don't know, man. Super Troopers is definitely one, but I think this film has a lot of qualities to it 
that kind of uh, take it above Beer Fest. I think it was a good, solid idea. I still haven't seen Quasi or Super Troopers 2, so I still have to see those to be the ultimate judge of, of what they've done. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it has a lot of great comedy and a great writing. I think the uh, the fact that Michael Clark Duncan plays this dooming boss that's looming all over their heads, and it's all because somebody doesn't have the sack to stand up to him is what drives this film and just... Uh, you know, obviously the shenanigans that happen, like the poor girl getting her face burnt, and it just gets worse and worse and worse as the night goes on. You got uh, Nuts, who just goes crazy eventually. You got Steve uh, LeMay's character, who uh, has to confront his demons in the film, which is the fact that he got fired. So he'd been lying to everybody, saying that he hadn't gotten a nose job. And... Ends up finding out that the only reason he got the job was because he had a huge nose. And that when he did the nose job, they were like, dude, we don't need you. So he has to confront that. <clears throat> you got Colby Smutters. Who, whose character ultimately is the good person. She's ultimately the good person out of the bunch. And she has to kind of confront herself but is ultimately redeemed, right? Like she sacrificed something and then was redeemed in the end because of her sacrifice. So there's there's like the, you know, being good always worked out, even though she had to kind of, you know, put the pedal to the metal when it came to the competition. She knew what she was doing ultimately. So uh yeah, I think this is a this is a really good film. I, I I think this is it's an unnoticed one for some reason because I know this didn't get a lot of uh, a lot of publication, um, promotion I mean. You know what I mean? Because I, I just remember Slamming Salmon as being like this film that was all of a sudden just on DVD. And I remember the the mystery was everybody thought this was the first film they ever did. Little did people know, this actually was after Beer Fest, after Club Dread, after Super Troopers. So they were already a seasoned bunch but by this point. But yeah, I love Broken Lizard. I think these guys do such a terrific job with everything that they create. Um, I'm definitely a fan of this. Although, again, I don't think it's their best, but I think it's really good. It's up there. So I'm going to give it a B-plus for a final grade. I definitely think it's uh, it's worth checking out. It's on Prime as we speak right now. Uh, check it out. You know, be the judge for yourself. Remember, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, including myself. So you got to take it with a grain of salt or or whatever. You know what I mean? We're all movie fans. We all just want to wa- have a good time watching a movie. But uh, I definitely think you guys will. If you love Broken Lizard... I definitely think you'll like this one. Check it out.